0: CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential with your host, Dr. Dina. Welcome back to Cannabis Confidential.
1: I'm your host, Dr. Dina. Thank you for joining us. Today we have another awesome guest, David Faustino. He is... Bud Bundy from Married with Children. I know you guys all watched that show when you were growing up and you all just idolized Bud Bundy. Well, we have <laughs> an, <laughs> the man here today. And it's actually really ironic because I have a lot of friends in Hollywood and a couple of my friends on the show, Sons of Anarchy, they joke about – they gave their show a, a nickname and they call themselves the Sons of Peggy Bundy. <laughs> and oh, here that's I,
2: hilarious.
1: Right? And then it just occurred to me, wait a second, I actually know – her two TV sons, and I'm friends with them. And I thought that was pretty cool because I've got Charlie Hunnam <laughs> and you. So, welcome, it's a David. Small
2: world. It's a it small is a world.
1: small world. Welcome, you. welcome.
2: You. Good to here. How's it
1: going? It is going well. So, I wanted to just tell everyone who's listening about how I actually met you, which goes back so far. I probably shouldn't even name dates because it's just going to date us. But um, I remember. Yeah. Back in 1991, there was this really cool club that opened up that all my friends wanted to go to. And it was the first all age hip hop club. And. I remember going to this place, and it was called Ballistics. And I remember going there, and, and I met you. And it turns out it was your club, um, and you had partnered up with Nick Adler, who's Lou Adler's son. Um, if you guys don't know who that is, you're 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 slacking on the music scene. Um, pretty yeah, much. You the need, to, tell, you need
2: of, to You need to look up Lou Adler. If you're
1: not yeah, known. go look up Lou. He's he's amazing, and he, he created Cheech and Chong. So that alone is pretty ridiculous. But yeah. they have a bunch of nightclubs, and you guys took over. Was it the Whiskey that it was at?
2: Yeah, we did uh, the Whiskey to Go-Go every Thursday night.
1: God, I remember that like it was yesterday. And the scene there was crazy. It was crazy. And that is where I actually met Eze e for the first time. Yeah. Um, I think I was like 16. And here I am hanging out with Eze. e He was the coolest guy ever. And I ended up like staying friends with him. And it was... It's interesting because people ask me, how do I know all these people? And it's not just because I'm in the cannabis industry. It's because I grew up in L.A. and we knew really cool people. But you are definitely one of them that was always like the ringleader and bringing everyone together to have a good time. And it was just so cool because I think that really changed the way that our generation viewed hip-hop music. You know, I think that it changed the way that we saw race and culture and it kind of blended into one because I think our generation is the first generation to, like, get that cannabis should be legal or that it should be accessible to everyone or descheduled and that people shouldn't be going to jail for it. And I think that the music behind that really helped.
2: So Yeah, it was, awesome. a, it was a, a really amazing time. I mean, so many magical things happened during that whole ballistics era. I mean, to this day, I mean, I, you know how, I, how immersed I am. In in the hip hop scene, you know, to this day, I'll, I'll meet people who I had no idea were, uh, you know, at the club. I mean, you, you must remember Will I Am.
1: Of course, you know, that's right. Creative. Didn't you give him like his well, first chance to like even put a microphone in his hand?
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> I can't really take the only credit I can take is it's just because I threw the club and I decided to hold a freestyle contest. Every week. And the rest of the credit is due to him. Hmm. I mean, the guy. Could no one could be him? I'm talking like months and months in a row. And then you you mentioned Easy, and so I don't know if you know this, but you know, well, he was Will One X at the time. But Easy signed Will to Ruthless Records. That was their first record deal. Was with Ruthless.
1: Wow, I and didn't that, even realize that. that. All, That's insane.
2: And that all happened from him seeing him at ballistic.
1: And then so, didn't you then, like introduce him to Fergie? <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, they all met there, and that's where the whole the whole group came together. They were originally called the At Band Clan, and if you can look up that, their first record is really interesting. The one they released from Ruthless, but they're called the At Band Clan at the time. But anyway, it was a great time at Ballistics, and one other side story. It's funny because I, you know, I 't Robin Fick my whole life as a together, but I did not. And know. I went to
1: high school with Robin, by the way.
2: Well, again, L.A. just being <laughs> the smallest town in the world. Met, I guess they're unofficially they divorced.
0: Him and yes, his, him Robin, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They, they're divorced. Yeah,
2: they met. They met there. Him and Paula met at Place.
1: Oh my gosh, you're right. Yes, yes.
2: That's so funny. That's, that was the place. Like stuff. that's
1: where you met. That's where I met all my little boyfriends back in the day. I mean, that was the place <laughs> to go. And the biggest – like the worst thing your parents could do was to ground you on Thursday night. And you had to like make up some excuse why you had to go out because you had school the next day. But it was like, oh, I'm sleeping at so-and-so's house because her mom would let us go and we would all or, – uh, or not. We would sneak out. There were times where we paid off her, her housekeeper to sleep in her bed and we took – we snuck out the window and called a cab and got to the club. Man. It was like – it was anything we could do to get out there. It was, it was pretty incredible.
2: It was so much fun. And the one thing I wanted to mention was, is that I was the first, you guys, I think you mentioned earlier, because hip hop at that time was all, you know, you had to go basically to the hood if you wanted to go to a hip hop club. So we were like these little rich white guys that had access to anything we wanted. And we were like, fuck it, let's bring hip hop, you know, to the Sunset Strip. And that's what we did, you know, and, and the West Hollywood Sheriff's Department didn't love us very much for a while, but.
1: Yeah, wow. I remember it being a lot. But that was also a different time. That's when Sunset Boulevard was, like, the place to be where you would just drive back and forth and, like, chuck people What's out in the car. It was so weird. And just girls on the backs of motorcycles with their little underwear sticking out. It was, like, the thing to do was to be seen cruising on Sunset Strip. I know. What Sunset happened? Oh, yeah. They what made what it happened? a no-cruising no cruising zone. So I remember when I actually turned 16 is when they made that a no cruising zone or maybe I was 17. We were afraid that if we drove past a location we were going to and had to make a U-turn and come back, that we would get a ticket because it was that serious (laughs) back then. So it was like, you just had to keep going, you know, don't, don't get lost. It was pre GPS days.
2: For people who, uh, you know, don't (laughs) don't go back as far as we do or who aren't in LA. It's like, I mean, I, it's so funny you bring that back because I remember you would sit in your car with all your friends. You'd sneak some booze, you know, into the back seat, and like you would just cruise Sunset Boulevard, and would be jam packed with people. And, like. People like partying out their car. The only thing I could
1: could compare it to, it was like that for spring break in Palm Springs for a while too. But Vegas, like the Vegas Strip, like that was like the same kind of when you cruise the Strip. Even now you can't cruise it because it's just traffic and it's just taxi cabs everywhere. But it was very different back in the day. We used to just all party in our cars and it was very, very cool. And I'm
2: sure you went to some of the parties back in Nick Adler's place in Malibu Is
1: that right? Malibu, okay, I remember I actually got grounded because I think I slept there one night. Yeah. I don't know if I slept, but we just we i was I probably didn't get home till like ten in the morning and I remember my dad yeah. was sitting in a lawn chair in our driveway with a blanket over oh like he must have waited are all you, night for me.
2: <laughs> are you serious?
1: Yeah, I got in big trouble and then I told him I was at Lou Adler's house and he was horrified. <laughs>
2: That was even
1: worse. Yeah, it was even worse. It was like that's n- then there was no parental <laughs> guidance oh, oh, there. God. What's going on? Where were the parents? That I'm was- like, I d- I think his dad was. I think his parent. I don't know. I don't remember seeing anyone. It was just a bunch of kids. Like,
2: I love God. hearing all these little side stories, man. That like shit that one that I don't know about. Like, I love that your dad was sitting in a lawn chair with a blanket waiting for you.
1: Oh yeah, all because of you, David. Because of what the parties that you started. <laughs> So after all those years of partying, we all kind of went our ways and went to college or whatever we did. And, you know, the ballistics ended. But I do remember ballistics moving to uh, Highland. Didn't you yeah, move Yeah, that's when we uh,
2: moved to Highland and started getting super seedy, like, toward the yeah, end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: towards the end. That's when we stopped going. But it, in the beginning, it was really the whiskey. That was an amazing experience. And I think that for me, no club has ever really been able to recreate that experience. It was like... Like Studio 54 for kids, essentially, in Hollywood, you know? It was was... the
2: greatest. It was the greatest.
1: And there was always someone there that you wanted to meet or know or, you know, and it was pre-Instagram, pre-photos. You didn't really take your camera with you, you know? You're a dork if you did, so. Right, right. It was crazy. I don't have pictures of these, these experiences, but I remember them so vividly. Um, we're actually going to have to run and take a really quick break because we are out of time on this segment. But uh, let's hold on. That would really sucked. We're going to have to take a break, David. I know it's so much fun chatting, but you guys stay tuned and listen to our commercials. We'll be back with more Bud Bundy, David Faustino from Married with Children.
0: Mm-hmm. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors.
3: Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Educator, author,
4: and advocate,
3: Dr. Mitch Earlywine
4: is here to tackle the burning issues. And I'm here to clear up the myths about cannabis and burn them away with science. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the cannabis crusade.
3: Dr. Kevin Hill. You can't ignore the fact that, like alcohol, most people who use don't have a problem. So I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about
0: marijuana. I think that's the way to go.
4: Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com.
0: Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to
1: Cannabis Confidential. We've got David Faustino on the line, Bud Bundy from Married with Children, and we were discussing how we first met back in the Hollywood days. By the way, you were re- awfully young to start a business like this with Nick. I mean, that's kind of edgy, David.
2: I mean, it was just cool because, like I said, we were kids that were very privileged and lucky. I had, you know, been I was on a hit TV show, and Nick, of course, you know, being the son of Lou Adler and them owning the actual, you know, clubs, it was just yeah, the was perfect, a perfect mesh.
1: Sir. Am I having yeah. like a flashback? Was Robin thick? Did he DJ?
2: No, he didn't DJ, but like, you know, we had great guests. We had DJ Speed of NWA. He was our main DJ. And it was cool because I hadn't seen him in, in, in probably about 20 years. And he just came and did my radio show to uh, really? promote, you know, their, their new film coming out. Yeah, the NWA film.
1: That's really cool. I love them. So years later, after Ballistics, we would run into each other here and there. But then I opened the first, I started the first. Dispensary in Southern California called the Sunset Shop, and one day you remember that one. And I remember one day you were walking by with your dog, and I had the doctor's office right, you know, two doors down, and I flagged you down. I was like, "David, you have to come in, check this out." And you were like, "What? What's going on over here?" And here you go. (laughs) Next thing you know, you're you're checking out the store, and you're like, "Wait a second, this is amazing." Was that the first weed shop you've ever been to?
2: Yeah, the only uh, medical marijuana i had seen up to that point was, was at a friend's place. And, and he, he had brought out – a he had a big, you know, sort of case of a bunch of different flavors. And I was just, like, blown away. I had never seen that. So then that kind of – you know, then it was, like, a, a few months later. So that – your shop was the very, very, very first one I had ever walked into. And like you said, I was I was kind of – I had my dog with me, like you said. And I remember. I was there, exactly. I was just, yeah. <laughs> and then I was in there a lot, a lot after that,
1: <laughs> all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah, wasn't that like there wasn't that many at that time,
1: were there? It was there was like three in all of Southern California. Uh, we were the first to open, and then actually there was another shop that opened before us. Then we opened, and then those other shops closed down. So for a while, it was just us and uh, and Oz, where you you know where I hang out all the time. You come visit me at now.
2: Right, right. Man. Yeah, I was, I was blown away. I was completely blown away.
1: Isn't it unbelievable now that blown away. <laughs> How now that was like what, a decade ago? Over a decade ago probably.
2: Is that right? I don't know.
1: It had to have been like maybe at least 2005. Yeah, it's I been at least I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz yeah, I was with my probably...
2: wife at the time.
1: I do remember that. I I sold her her wedding dress.
2: <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot about that. You reminded me about that when I saw you at Oz.
1: That's right.
2: <laughs> you sold, That's you sold my ex-wife for a wedding dress?
1: Yeah, for the Vegas wedding.
2: <laughs> where at?
1: We, uh, I had Which... a clothing store called O Boutique on Sunset, right where H&M oh. is now, right across the street from your house.
2: Oh, that was your place. Obo yeah. Team.
1: Well, it was my, Man, it's all it was my ex fiances brothers, but I worked there with okay.
2: him. Yes. Got it.
1: See, Got it. it's just so intertwined. So, it really is. What I want to know is when you first came into the dispensary, did you feel nervous being a celebrity walking into a weed store? Were you like expecting cameras to be waiting for you outside? Or was it just like a normal experience of going into like a Rite Aid or a CVS pharmacy?
2: I, I wouldn't say necessarily like a Rite Aid or CVS pharmacy, but I was def- I I didn't have, like, fear or worry about it. I don't think. I don't remember, but I don't, I don't remember at all being like, ooh, I'm scared someone's going to take my picture here.
0: Wow.
1: I have a- were they, they going to say Bud Bundy smokes Bud? I mean, come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, it wouldn't be a big shocker. No.
1: <laughs> and that's what's actually amazing is that the word bud, like when you refer to weed as bud, it almost to my generation comes from your part on Married with Children, especially after like Grandmaster B.
2: You never know. I mean, I get people hitting me up on social media, you know, with that very question all the time. I think the writers will, you know, mention, I think I said in one of the episodes, like, wasn't I named after a beer dad or something? But then later on, in an interview with High Times, I think it was, I, I, I said, I think maybe it wasn't just beer he was named after. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that. So is there a future to uh, more married with children? You told me you were hoping to work on the next generation.
2: Yes. Yeah, so where that project is actually at the at the current time is, you know, we, we, we came very far with it. As a matter of fact, the entire cast, including, you know, Christina Katie, they're all down to do you know, recurring roles on a spinoff. Tony loves the idea. Everybody excited. However, one legal issue came about with one individual that's trying to be worked out and it has nothing to do with a cast member or a studio deck. It's a uh, you know, family member type thing of, you know, so they're, they're trying to work out that issue. And if that issue is worked out, it'll happen. Yeah. We're hoping it does. I mean, because the fans want it, it's been all over the press, you know, over the last few months and yeah, it would be great. And if, you know, if one person was able to hold that up, it'd be really sad. So we're hoping for the best.
1: Yeah, my fingers are crossed. I really would love to see something like that. We need you guys back.
2: Yeah, that'd be we need more
1: Bud Bundy. (laughs) And you look great. I mean, come on, you lived Hollywood life. Like you in Hollywood you should it's like dog years, you know. You have to add like an extra seven for every year that you are you know, that you are. I think that you look incredible for living a Hollywood lifestyle and Still rocking it out. And what I love about you is that you are so immersed in the hip-hop scene still. And that you have your own radio show as well, which I was a guest on. So this is really neat having you as a guest yep. on my show.
2: Yes, And you that's the,
1: on Old Scratch Radio.
2: Yeah, that's Old Scratch Radio Hour. We do it every Sunday night at 5 o'clock on Dash Radio. Dash is awesome. Actually, have you been to Dash?
1: No, I just went to your house. You should come over there.
2: there. No, you should come over to Dash and talk about doing a show over there. Oh, it.
1: oh, I'm sure my producers would love that, too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, on a different topic, whatever, but, yeah, you know, at some point, maybe. So we do it every Sunday, 5 o'clock on Dash Radio, and it's called the Old Crash Radio Hour. I've had amazing guests, much like yourself. This Sunday, I have Tom Green is my guest this Sunday. That's
1: awesome.
2: Last week, I had your boy, Adam Ill, was my guest, and Jason.
1: And Jason, Adam and Jason, that must have been an interesting combination.
2: It was quite a wonderful combination. It's a great interview. It, it'll be up in the archives soon, but it's a lot of fun. Adam was hilarious. And, Adam uh, is uh, a funny a, it, guy. He really is. And just listening to his voice back on the radio is hilarious. If your guests don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about, of course, Adam Hill from Getting High With, right, on Be Real TV? Yep,
1: that's right. Oh, yeah. You can find him at Getting High With on Instagram. He is hilarious.
2: He's very funny. And he does the secret seshes every Sunday. The secret smoke sesh. You know about yes, those, Yes, they're, right?
1: they're getting huge. They're getting huge. Yep. Bigger and bigger and oh, bigger. So basically oh. the smoke sesh for you guys who are listening at home is a party that these guys throw. And you basically just buy a ticket to go. And it is like a, almost like a mini cannabis cup event without being like it's not really about judging it's just about having fun and smoking together and giveaways and it's really cool Oh
2: man yeah you meet a lot of cool people and i had great people Uh, it was my first one i I ever been to and it was just a lot of fun and and everybody was just so it was just a good vibe you know
1: beautiful beautiful well listen we're gonna have to take another short break because we're running out of time but we'll be right back and we'll be joined again with david faustino bud bundy from married
0: with children Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors.
1: MJWellness.com, the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands
0: of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies
1: and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on mjwellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com. Helping Gondrepreneurs grow.
3: Doc Rob, the concierge for better living.
0: Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and, and intelligently Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com.
2: Hey, this is David Faustino, and I'm on Cannabis Confidential with my girl, Dr. Dina, on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Cannabis Confidential. We've got David Faustino on the line, Bud Bundy from Married with Children, and I have a bunch of cannabis questions for you, David. Are you Uh, ready? oh
2: here we go, here we go.
1: All right. So number one, what is your favorite strain?
2: You know, got to go with the old regular OG, OG
1: Oh, Kush. good answer, good answer, good answer. I know you're you like Chiba shoes. I was I realized oh, it was. that after I after I asked that, I'm like, oh, he's a Chiba guy.
2: Yeah. After I cleaned out your entire store of all the Chiba shoes you had,
1: did you really? Is that where they went? <laughs> You've been eating. Ch- That's no, what happened to you. <laughs>
2: I think I got pretty close.
1: Well, I gave – I brought one of those home and a friend of mine took one and I told him cut it into eight pieces and he ate the yeah. whole thing. And he, oh my slept, God. he slept through court. He's a lawyer. He slept through court. He was not very pleased with me. Ooh. But yeah, those things are strong, man. Okay, so let's get well, back the, to topic. Let's get back to topic. The decadose. The decadose. Decad- decad- yeah, that's, what, that's the one that I accidentally gave him. So back to yeah. cannabis. What are your feelings about legalization – of cannabis? Are you pro, anti? What's your deal?
2: Well, I mean, for me, I'm pro. Uh, I just think it should, it should be legalized and, and it should be, you know, I, I still think there should be a medical option, obviously, a medical marijuana program here for those who want to remain, you know, uh, getting their meds that way, but that it should be legalized for anybody who, you know, wants to use marijuana recreationally as well.
1: Have you ever seen anyone do anything crazy on weed? Just eat maybe a gallon of ice cream. Okay,
0: so that's the but, worst thing. Um, All right.
2: Uh, yeah, I've I never think... seen. I've seen I've seen a lot of people do really, really, really stupid things on alcohol, including myself. But weed, probably the worst thing is you can't. Maybe you, you might have to ask your girlfriend about the plot line of the movie that you're watching together because you've lost it.
1: Oh, that sounds familiar in my house, actually.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have to happen. explain that Game of, of best Thrones. Best of best. Every
1: episode of Game of Thrones, I have to give a breakdown of, like, who everybody is. I'm like, did we've been watching, like, three or four seasons. How do you not know this by now?
2: Oh, yes. you, oh, oh so it's, it's you doing it for your boyfriend? Right? Yeah. For your, are you guys married or boyfriend girlfriend?
1: We're getting married on Saturday, actually. Oh, shit. Oh. <gasps>
2: A little crazy. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> You're going to be awesome. my
1: last show as a single lady, David.
2: Oh, shit. Very, so you have to explain a lot of plot lines to him, huh? Forever. That's genius. Forever. That's what my yeah. girl has to do for me. That should
1: be in our vows that I should have to explain plot lines forever.
2: <laughs> exactly. So that's the part. You have to explain all the plot lines.
1: That is right. That is right. Okay. So... If there was one thing that you would like the world to know about you, what would it be?
2: One thing I want the world to know about me? I don't know. I don't really care what they know about me. I,
1: I just... Would what like about pretty, any yeah. exciting news?
2: Exciting news? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm about to. I'm about to have my first child. That's pretty <laughs> well, exciting.
1: There you go. I wasn't gonna like ruin your surprise for you. But yes. <laughs> Is that where you were like leading me on? I am so excited. Okay, hold on a second. Who is the person that told you you were having a girl? That was me. You.
2: you, Yes.
1: Yes. I was adamant that you were having a girl. And why is that? Because of karma.
2: I know. I know. I know. Everybody knew I was having a girl.
1: You were convinced you were having a boy. You were like, no, it's a boy. I'm like, no, it's not.
2: (laughs) No, was I? But you know what?
1: I'm actually happy I'm having a girl. Me too. I really am. I can't wait to see Daddy's little girl just wrapped around your finger. It's going to be like my dogs now. I, I see. I know how you are with your dogs, and you David is the sweetest dog dad. You guys, you would just freak out. He his dogs are all like the sweetest dogs ever. But he picks his dog up and carries her up the stairs because her hips are bad. I, <laughs> like you're so sweet.
2: <laughs> oh, you did cute. you see that on my Instagram
1: post? Yes, I was like, oh, oh. he's so okay, nice. So-
2: so speaking of cannabis and uh, that dog that we're talking about now, so that's Sophie. That's the same dog that, that I, I have brought into yeah, your store all, all those years ago, right? She's 14 now, wow. and, you know, she's sick and, and has a lot going on, but I just ended up getting her the, what is it, Compassion it's, Companion? or
1: Companion Cannabis.
2: Companion Cannabis. I got that for her just last night. And it's you know, it's one so drop for
1: every 10 pounds,
2: right? Unless and, I'm giving it to her, then it's three drops for every 10 pounds.
1: Well, there you go. No, but, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> have you did you give it to her yet?
2: I did. She slept well last night.
1: Oh, well, let's hope that she is going to do a lot better with that because I've seen uh, great results with the like, companion cannabis, and you don't have to give them the pharmaceuticals. And so, it, there you go. Yeah. You're pro yeah, cannabis really
2: for excited. eating pets too. I'm I'm really excited to see you know if it'll, what what kind of difference it'll make either in her pain level or her being able to sleep or even sometimes holding down milk because you know like I said she's really old and she's sick. So.
1: Well, let's hope that this works. And it is we're out of time, so I'm so bummed because I could talk to you for another three hours and maybe. One I know time. it was
2: great. No, um, let no. me shame, can I shamelessly plug Ben absolutely follow me at David Faustino. that's me across the board on all social media just at David Faustino. and then of course I'm doing how to train your dragon which is on Netflix now third season just dropped. it's actually a really crucial cool I play dagger so check that out and then of course old fetch uh, radio hour every Sunday night uh, on Dasher for you yeah. love that
1: well thank you so much David you guys. I want to thank my producer Francesco for making this all happen. Join us next week for another episode of Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Thank you so much. Bye David, you're awesome.
2: Thanks Dina, love you. Bye.
1: Love you. Bye.